This spring, if you'd rather spend time enjoying your lawn instead of trying to keep it alive, there's good news. True Green is the easiest and most affordable way to get a beautiful lawn. All you have to do is water and mow, and they'll do the rest. Weed control, fertilization, aeration, and even some things you might not even think of. They'll do all of it, while you can do literally anything else. With True Green, you could have your lawn looking as good as a putting green. That's not hyperbole. True Green is the official lawn care treatment provider of the PGA Tour. True Green offers a satisfaction guarantee, and they have a verified best price promise, which guarantees you the lowest price with no compromise on quality. You do you. Let True Green do your lawn care. Visit TrueGreen.com to get the best lawn at the best price with the best people guaranteed. Please welcome Drew Barrymore. for coming out. Let's start our day by hitting some headlines. Will you do that with me? Okay, good. All right, let's do it. Yes, absolutely. Well, if it isn't time for Drew's News, your daily good news ravioli stuffed with three types of good news cheeses. Yum. And it's pasta week it this is, week. I know. And I definitely uh, comfort eat. <laughs> so this is just perfect. And with me at the desk is my trusty co-pilot, Rossi Ross Matthews. Yes, happy pasta week. Hi, everybody. All right, well, um, this story I was really excited about um, because this new Elvis trailer is out. Oh my God. And the king is back. And uh, Vogue is reporting that we've got our first peek at the trailer and it's directed by the incredible Baz Luhrmann who did Romeo and Juliet, which I think is just an absolute masterpiece and Moulin Rouge and the movie traces Elvis's whole life from the very beginning to the very end. And the king is gonna be played by this young actor. His name is Austin Butler. And he was sort of on some Nickelodeon shows mm -hmm. and kind of went that route of, through his life. He started around 13. He beat out all these interesting people like uh, Ansel Elgort and Harry Styles. And then Tom Hanks plays Colonel Tom Parker. And he's the real life manager who sort of plucked Elvis out and really changed the trajectory of his career. Mm -hmm. um, and uh, we have a little clip from it. Let's take a look. I wish to promote you, Mr. Presley. Are you ready to fly? I'm ready. Ready to fly. Tomorrow, all of America will be talking about Elvis Presley. When we, when you see that clip, you're like, why, you know, why, how did he beat out all those other people? Oh, that's why, right? He's so, uh, uh, when the reviews come out, don't be cruel. Uh, 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 uh. I, Man, I should have gotten the part, right? I think Elvis might have been the hottest guy I've ever seen in my life, too. Did you see him in, 
No, I oh, never. Not in person. No, I never saw him in person. But like, he was a religion. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, people like you know, they everything was Elvis when I was growing up. And the whole story you think about the young Elvis, then in the army, and then how he sort of changed in the Vegas Elvis. I mean, yeah, that's quite a journey. I, I can, I get it. And it's your story, Ross. Well, it is. You talk about movies coming back to the theater. The Batman finally hits theaters this Friday. Everybody is talking about this movie. It, you know, we've seen The Batman before, but this starts it all over again with Robert Pattinson as Batman, Zoe Kravitz as Catwoman, uh, Colin Farrell as the Penguin, and Paul Dano, who's an actor you're gonna remember, you'll know him as the villain, the Riddler. And this past Batman, now past Batman's like Christian Bale, they've been known for that deep gravelly voice, right? Mm -hmm. Well, uh, Holly, I, I was laughing because I was picturing myself doing By the Batman. way, say deep gravelly voice again, Rossi. <laughs> and when I heard it come out of me, deep gravelly voice. I, I, <laughs> I always picture like, you know, if I was upset I didn't get the role of Elvis. Can you imagine me as Batman? <laughs> well, uh, okay, so I'm not the Batman, but Robert Pattinson is. And he recently revealed that he tried a completely different voice for the first two weeks of filming. I think he was maybe doing me. <laughs> no, it was, a, it was more of a, like a whispery kind of voice. And he said it was so atrocious that they asked him to stop. <laughs> they, said, they said, you gotta do something else. So he went with something more conventional. And we actually have, uh, here's a listen to Robert Pattinson as the Batman. What are you hiding? Selena, don't throw your life away. Don't worry, honey. I got nine of them. Justice. The answer is justice. He sounds good. And early reviews, I've been reading online, the early reviews are like, this is like no Batman you've ever seen before. It's getting very, very good reviews. Who is going to go to the movie theater and see it this weekend or anytime? Mm-hmm. A lot. Uh, okay. Well, I guess they made the right call in putting it in every theater in America then. Yeah. And, um, well, uh, next up, every night um, across America, 90 million people are up to the same thing at night. It's snoring. Mm -hmm. Either you or someone in your house is playing that sweet nose music nightly. But how much can you take? A study finds a new survey found that the average person can only stand it for about 90 minutes before they kick their partner out of bed or, I mean, I'm assuming ha probably move, you know, to the couch or somewhere else. Yeah. I, would, does Ross, uh, Rossi, do you or Welly snore? How dare you, I feel attacked. No. <laughs> it's so funny, when you said snore, I was looking at our audience and there are a bunch of people here with their significance and a lot of people went like this. Too late, I'm looking at you. <laughs> you know, what are you gonna do? I don't know, but someone in the audience also deals with this dilemma. Yaffa, are you in our audience, Yaffa? Hi, Drew. Hey, Ron. Hi, Yaffa. Hey. <laughs> what is your snore story? Oh, <laughs> well, my boyfriend snores so loud, it really makes me want to kick him to the couch. I love the guy, I do. But a girl needs her beauty sleep, too. Yes. What do you do? I end up on the couch. <gasps> Have you brought it up? Well, he's right here. Maybe oh, can bring it up. <laughs> Wait, what? How do you live through this? Because everyone's got to live through something with someone. So your thing is snoring. Okay, so now what do you do? So Drew Ross, obviously, I mean, I think I'm gonna get in trouble when I get home. But what? Yeah, yeah. So the thing is, I think you're already in, in trouble. <laughs> the idea is to get her out of the bed so I can have the whole bed to myself. <gasps> so. Oh. You better be careful or she might just be out of that bed for good. <laughs> Wait, that are you faking it? 
Yes, faking it. That's the thing. <laughs> Sometimes you just want to like lay back, relax, turn on Netflix, maybe watch a movie on your own. But seriously, are you serious? Are you messing with her? Um, obviously, I'm messing with her. Gosh darn you! I really fell for that, and I was like, oh no! <laughs> Don't do that! Don't! Oh my God! I'm so relieved. Okay, so everything's okay. You're not fine. being duplicitous. And we're not plotting your death on the way home. No, of no. course not. Great. Well, this is good news. Hey, can you can you do an impression of how bad the snoring is? Do you want me to? Yes. Uh, yeah. 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 Just show us. So we're we not have, we have asking. An idea. I, you owe it to me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Good luck, you guys. Thank you, guys. Thank you. <laughs> You're welcome. Um, Okay, next story. All God, right. that really gave me an anxiety that attack. Worried you. Hey, Drew, next we have a story um, I, I know you're gonna love. Do you guys remember having that big CD collection back in the day? Well, a writer at Rolling Stone named Rob Sheffield, he just wrote a love letter to the CD. Last year, CD sales actually increased for the first time in 17 years. How? Well, they say mostly thanks to Adele, BTS, and Taylor Swift, but Rob is hoping for a major CD comeback. <laughs> Okay, you guys have to look at what she's doing over here. She's bringing out, she. Oh, oh my God, it's so heavy, I'm not kidding. Drew commits to a story. She brought in her CD books. You still have your CDs? Yeah. What? Oh, look, it opened right up to De La Soul. And are these alphabetized? They Drew? are alphabetized and yeah, every book I have A to Z. I just have to say the most shocking thing about this story is how well organized your CD CDs are because look at the desk. I know. <laughs> uh -huh. And look at her CDs. Very more and proud of you. There's Very hope proud for of everybody. You. All right, we'll be right back with some more news. This is <laughs> That's not just the sound of that first sip of Morning Joe. It's the sound of someone shopping for a car on Carvana from the comfort of home. That's a good blend. It's time to take it easy, like answering some easy questions to get pre-qualified for a car in minutes. Talk about starting the morning right. Just like customizing your terms so your car fits your budget. Mm -mm -mm. Visit Carvana.com or download the app to experience car shopping the way it should be. Convenient. Comfortable. Ah. for a pick from Drew's Little Yellow Book. And today, I've got a secret weapon. <laughs> <laughs> what is this? It's a spaghetti measurer. <laughs> That's right. This is one person. Just gonna say, that is not how I do it. I'm like, to me, this is one person. Right, that's a serving. Oh, so the little hole, that's a, a single serving. I'm trying to, this, okay, so, all right. This would be uh, a two person. And then that's a one, two, and, and three and four. Or as I like to say, one, two, three, and four. Yeah. Um, anyway, it measures, you know, a healthy amount of pasta, mm -hmm. perfectly portioned out for the amount of people that's eating. If that's goals, good. I'm, I'm going one hole up. Anyway, we'll be right back.
Our next story shows that a mother's love truly knows no bounds. Miles Harris is a reporter at our affiliate station, ABC6 in Columbus, Ohio, and he was covering a story when his mom, Sandy, drove by and couldn't resist saying hello. The clip went so viral. <laughs> More than eight million views. Watch this if you haven't seen it already. Is it because of the... This is my mom, hold on. Uh-uh. My baby! <laughs> I'm trying to work right now. You order calling my phone. This is D'Angelo. You can say hi. And don't be holding up traffic because you got cars behind you. <laughs> Did you record that? that you would come here and do the show. We all were passing this clip around our own little news team. <laughs> uh -huh. It was everywhere. Everyone I know was talking about this clip. What did that feel when it went viral? What did that feel like? Honestly, it's just so crazy to think about it. Um, you never know like a video like this is gonna go viral, especially like just me and my mom just being ourselves. We're really just being ourselves. All of our internal family <laughs> yeah. and friends are just like, this is so much like you guys' relationship. And yeah. to know that now, not just our friends and family, but now the world knows how uh, cool of a mom she is. Do you think your mom can contain it? No, I can't control Sandy. There's no chance in that. <laughs> I can't control Sandy. Sandy is her own person and we're her own relationship, but like, um, no, it's not, it was kind of, I wouldn't say the word embarrassing, but just, you know, my mom's just super happy to see me like kind of going from where we've been and kind of moving our way up and just, doing all that and just, she wants the front row seat. My mom's my number one cheerleader, so anytime oh, she gets that front on. row seat, she wants it. Um, and, you know, gosh, I wish every mom could be here right now, you know. I wish your mom could do a drive-by right this very second. <laughs> yeah. And give, a, give one of her cute hellos. When they did that on, they did that, we did that on Saturday one day, and then on Sunday, um, the anchors caught wind of it, and they're like, you have to post this on social media. And then all during our newscast, they're like trying to tease, like, hey, I wonder if Sandy's gonna show up. They're like, they're like telling us what street we're on, we're doing all that stuff, and they're, they're all playing along Well, with your it, mom so. couldn't get off work to be here with us, but will you look at the camera and just send her a message and say hi to her? Yeah, um, well, first of all, obviously, I love you. Um, this is, wouldn't be done without you, this whole situation, and being able to show the world just how amazing you truly are. Hi, baby! <laughs> Get it all nice and cozy for you. Thank and you. Clean it off, Sandy. I'm I'm so thrilled to see you, oh. Sandy. I feel like we are actually getting the moment that all of us wanted, which was you out of that car and into our dreams. Oh. As the Billy Ocean song goes. <laughs> don't no. cry. Don't cry. Oh, don't do cry. cry. I love it. Oh, it's so meaningful. Oh, oh he's gonna make me cry now. Stop. May I, That's... may I ask what's going through your head and heart? We've just been through so a lot. You know, my mom's a single parent, and so for us to get to this position, it's not easy. She's worked three jobs, little play tennis, went to the best schools. So like doing even things like graduation, 
it's not just me walking across the stage, she's there with me. Being on the stage, it just, whether she showed up or not, she's always with me. And to be able to do this in front of everybody, it just, it means so much. Aww. You mean Aww. set the bar. Oh, my baby. I think you mean set the bar for love. Yeah. Is it true, Sandy, you also worked three jobs at one, I mean, how I've always worked three jobs, because I put him in private school, I sent him through college, he played tennis, which is not a cheap sport, but I wanted him to have everything I didn't have, so. We saw your pride, you know, just as you beep beep went by. <laughs> what, what does it feel like to have all that hard work that you put into raising him pay off? I mean, the, the man he's become is because of you. What's I'm like? very, very proud of the man he, he, he has become because, you know, you see so many people that don't put in the effort and I just like to see my reward because when I even see him on camera, it could be like a 20 second blip, but I'm just beaming oh. because He's doing what I was wanting to do. I went to school for journalism. I raised him. He's doing it. So I'm living for him. Sandy, is it true you haven't taken a vacation in five years? I had a broken ankle. I had to go through four surgeries. So I've been home for almost four or five years. This is my nurse right here. Oh. Well, um... We, um, we, I heard that you were interested in going to Cabo. Is that true? Oh my God, that's my favorite place. Is that your dream place? Oh, yes, that's my dream have place. Have you ever been? Yeah, I have. And you but wanted... I've always wanted to take him. You, so you guys have never gone together? I've never been out of the country before. Hmm. Well, pack your bags because we are going to give you an oh all-inclusive trip to the right. brand Maybe you need a new suit and like some chocolates and you know some sunblock and stuff like that. <laughs> oh my God! Thank you so much. Yeah. Congratulations. And uh, let this be the beginning of a beautiful friendship, please. Yes, please. Oh, Congratulations. Miles so so and Sandy, welcome to the show. It is literally built for you. Thank you so much. Let's do more. Let's play. And we want to hear all about Cabo. All right. Okay, perfect. All right. Yes. Thank, Thank you, Miles and Sandy. We'll be right back. I love yeah, you guys. I like it. We did the What makes a life a good one? Is it the adventure you have? Or the friends you find along the way? Maybe it's pursuing your passion while striving to protect, defend, and save what you believe in every single day. So, what makes a life a good one? In the Coast Guard, we think it's all of the above and more. But you'll have to find out for yourself. Visit GoCoastGuard.com to learn more. Blazing woman. 
Well, let's just ask our next guest because she is one. She was raised by one and she's using her voice to elevate women across the country and inspire equality and leadership and hope for our future. She has a series of books um, that we're gonna talk about today. I read the latest one to my daughter last night, the She Persisted series, and she is just incredible. Please welcome my friend, Chelsea Clinton. My children are large, Drew. And you have two boys. I do, and my two and a half year old's a giant. Okay, so the last time you came here was like the morning after the insurrection? It was the morning after the insurrection. And here we are uh, in the middle of a new war. And how do we persevere? How do we go about our days when such difficult things are happening Oh gosh, Drew, well, there, there is a lot um, happening. I mean, here in our city of New York, across our country, and certainly around the world, um, we see the ongoing humanitarian crisis in Ukraine, although we know that Ukraine isn't the only country in the world that is under kind of war and violence and kind of threat from outside or inside. Um, and I think either we can drown in the despair, or we can decide to try to do something about it. And I think there is a lot that we can do. I mean, for those of us with resources, we can donate to the International Rescue Committee and so many of the amazing organizations who are on the front lines trying to give people food and medical support and hope. We can put continued pressure kind of, especially for those of us who live in democracies to have a unified effort to stand up to Putin and all of his brutality. Um, because I think ultimately, Drew, optimism is a moral choice. And I think it is the more moral choice to choose to be optimistic, to choose to believe that our efforts and our energies can make a difference. Because otherwise, we just all like put our covers over our heads. And I don't think that's gonna make us feel very good, right? I think that's then just ceding to hopelessness. I would much rather try to act hopeful and try to create more hope in the world so that that happiness you talk about is hard won because we know we have all tried to do our part. And you just did it. You just did it. I always love that you and I also, I, and I cannot hold a candle to your experience growing up in front of everybody. I, I just, I love asking you life advice because you are very full of grace and I don't know, how do you do it? How, how do you remain this full of grace while the world is difficult, while people are divided or different? What's your one foot in front of the other? Well, I think being myself, somewhat stubbornly, um, I'm terrible at being other people, but I just, I'm not an actress. I don't have those genes like you do. And I can't do it in real life. I can't fake anything. I can't fake anything. And, and yet then I do know I have to um, take care of myself so that I can hopefully take care of others. The others in kind of the smaller world of my family and the others in the, in the bigger sense of the work that I feel called to do, whether as a 
as an author or an advocate. So I spend a lot of time with my kids because they just bring me so much joy. And I spend a lot of time running because <laughs> I find running is like my meditative space. Um, and I'm also, I'm quite religious and I was able to finally go back in person to church a few weeks ago, which meant a huge amount to me to be able to be kind of in this sanctuary was a very different experience than live stream. Although like God bless my minister for just never giving up on those of us on the other side of the screen who she couldn't see or kind of be with in, in kind of physical community. And so all of that really matters to me and is then how I try to help remind myself that I do matter. So then I can try to do more work that I hope creates more, more possibility for more people in more places. And you do. Church, running, stubbornly being yourself. All three of those things seem doable, attainable, admirable. When you move your body, you do shift your chemistry. And I bring up chemistry because I sat last night um, with Olive and um, we were reading the latest in the She Persisted series. I am such a fan of these books. This one is science. Yes. I want young readers to think, oh my gosh, like I can go off and discover amazing things about um, animals I might not even know yet, like Jane Goodall, or I can have amazing scientific discoveries like Rosalind Franklin. I found so many of the kids that read early versions of She Persisted in Science were actually particularly drawn to Flossie Wong-Stahl and to Rosalind Franklin because their work has also helped us understand COVID. Yeah. It has helped in the development of the COVID-19 vaccines. And so I think it also is just great for kids to understand, oh my gosh, these incredible things that women did decades ago are now mattering to, to my life, are now helping to save people's lives today. And I appreciated reading a children's book, which is very much for any age, and they're just so illuminating about what women, extraordinary women have done. It's so celebratory, it's so inspirational. So when I was reading the book with um, my children, admittedly in like an earlier version, my son, Aiden, who's five, like was fascinated with Gladys West who helped invent GPS. Yes! And he was like, what? You used to not know where you were going? And I was like, yes. Way back when I was your age, we got lost sometimes. Like he couldn't believe that there was a tech. He was like, you didn't have a phone with like a map on it? And I was like, no, I didn't even have a phone. I mean, it was just, I was like, oh my gosh, how much has changed? So much is changing. Now, um, how did you get that resource? How did you get that memo that there was nothing you couldn't do or did you feel like that as a kid? You know, my mom and I have talked about kind of this question a lot because when I was growing up in, in Little Rock in Arkansas in the 80s and 90s, you know, I had my mom as a role model. I also um, had most of my teachers and my principals who were women. My pediatrician was a woman. The mayor of Little Rock when I was a kid was a woman. And so I, I just had such a profoundly different um, experience than, than my mom had had when she was growing up um, you know, in, in suburban Chicago where um, the only, most of her teachers were men, the principals were all men, like the people that she saw in elected office were men, 
any doctor or dentist that she interacted with was a man. Like she just had such a different experience than I did a generation later. And so I think, yes, it was the power of my mother's example and my amazing grandmother's examples. And it also was just the world that I was growing up in. And so I do think we have to continue to have affirmative examples of, of, of strong, amazing, persistent women who have done remarkable things in, in many different fields because it matters to me as the mom of a, a daughter and two sons that all of them look up to women. Right? It, it, I think is really exciting for me that I see you know, in, in my son who's five, um, like if you ask him like what an athlete looks like, he talks about Megan Rapino. Like that's what he sees as an athlete. Um, partly because he loves her pink hair and admittedly also because he loves soccer and our American women are a little better than our American men at the moment uh, <laughs> on the soccer field. Um, and so I see that it matters because I see it in my own kids. Yep. All right, we have to go to a quick commercial break, but we're going to come right back more with Chelsea Clinton. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app today to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Clinton. All right, so I found a picture, Chelsea, and it just, it really, <laughs> it did everything in my heart. I, I love this picture so much. Look at how lovely, where is this? Okay, so this is in the governor's mansion, because um, my dad was governor. Um, I really wanted to be a clown, and I really wanted my mom to be a clown, and my mom just said, okay. And so one of the reasons this is also so special is this is the last time we dressed up together. Yeah. Well, maybe I love my mom. This Halloween, maybe it's time for twinning 2022. Oh. <laughs> twinning 2022. Yes. I'm in. I'm in. All right. So this is one of our favorites. This is one of your favorites. And can I, I think, ask I hope, you great. about yes. some favorites in your life? Yeah, of course. Okay. Are you ready? Let's do this. I'm like, am I ready? All right, I'm ready. All I right. know, I feel like I also need to shake What's it out. What's a favorite present that your parents got you? Well, probably the train set that I got. Thank you. Yeah, I, I loved my train set. Um, yeah, I think my train set that they gave me for Christmas when I was probably about that age, like five or six. So you were like, they get me. Yes. Did they ever get you a present where you were like, they don't get me? Not really, but I... I will say my um, paternal grandmother, my grandma Gentry, who passed away when I was 13 and is one of the great, I don't know if you can really regret things you can't change, and yet it feels like this great regret for me that I didn't know her as an adult. Um, she loved everything bright, everything bright. Like she wore bright colors, she wore bright makeup, everything in her house was bright except for the life-size cutout she had of Elvis in black and white uh, in the well, corner. Uh, this is my point. Everything was bright and when amazing. I was growing up, everything was Elvis. Everything was bright, and then there was Elvis. 
and and she would always and I I have always had more muted tones in my life. And so every year my grandma Ginger would give me like the brightest colored sweater or skirt or like <laughs> hair bows. Um, and although at the time I was like, oh, she doesn't get me. I now get what she was trying to do. Trying to bring brightness and She was color. trying to bring brightness into my life. And I wish that she would have lived long enough so I could have said, I understand. Maybe you can say it. Yeah. Okay, favorite midnight snack. Um, oh God, it's so boring. I really, I really liked almonds and dark chocolate. Isn't that boring? I needed something more exciting, but it's the truth. Yeah, <laughs> the I'm truth sorry. is what I want. Okay, I'll try to be more exciting for the next one and also truthful. Um, okay, your favorite thing that your husband does around the house? Um, sings with our kids. Oh, it's it is really cute. We we. Like I'm sure many of you who have small children, um, we watch Encanto every week now and we listen to the soundtrack every night. And it really, my husband is such a good sport. And so like all of our kids are singing whatever in their own registry of like, we don't talk about Bruno and Mark's like right there with them. Um, okay, your yes. favorite TV show right now. Well, I love The Great British Bake Off more than maybe any television show I've ever seen. People love it. I really do love it. And my kids also like baking shows, so we watch Baking Impossible, which was fun, where there was like a baker and an engineer. We just finished watching School of Chocolate. Okay, favorite movie right now? I mean, I, I haven't seen any movie except for with my children. Right. I mean, I we, we the other day I was like, we have to take a break from Encanto. I know. Yeah. We all love Encanto, and so then we watch Moana again. And I was so happy to see Moana, whereas like last year I was like, oh my gosh, I need a break from Moana. And then we were watching Have you seen Frozen. Sing 2? We, we loved Sing 2. And too. the soundtrack is great. The soundtrack is great. I highly recommend it. Sing 2, it. though, got quickly displaced immediately by Encanto in our house. Okay, throw on Sing 2. Yeah. Um, okay, your favorite thing to do by yourself? Nobody's watching. And um, yet, I. No, I like I do, I run, and I don't let anyone run with me, which is maybe not the most generous place to no. be. But like my husband, I'm like, I love you, no. Or even my friends it. who are big runners, like, I'm like, that's great, you can go right and I'll go left. It is, it is my time, it's my time. Okay, favorite mistake. So when I was in first grade, the pinnacle of my acting experience was when I was um, the Wicked Witch of the West in um, our first grade play. In hindsight, I realized I only got that part because I could read, um, not because <laughs> of my acting abilities. Um, and I convinced my mom to let me dye my hair green and she wanted me to do like the spray on dye and I convinced her to do like the wash dye and it didn't come out for weeks. And so in my like first grade photos, it's, it's tinged green. And it's not terribly attractive and I look like really pretty self-conscious because I know that my hair is still green. Oh. And maybe the moral is I should have listened to my mother, which is often the moral of the story. <laughs> um, who is your favorite rebel right now? Because your books Ooh. are all about these women. Maybe who... Jane Goodall. 
who I do write about in the book, just because she is still out there, like fighting for conservation and fighting to put communities at the center of their conservation efforts. And like at any point in time, that woman could have said, like, I've done enough. What would it take for you to ever run for president? Oh, wow, that's not where I thought that question was going. Um, oh, gosh. You know, I, I just don't see that in my path right now. Um, and yet, I do think it's important that for any of us who care about our country, who care about our world, to constantly be asking ourselves, like, should we run for public office? Because there are tens of thousands of elected public offices in our country, and it matters who's sitting in the White House, as we have certainly seen recently. It also matters who's sitting in city council, on a school board, who's running the local sanitation commission. Like, all of these things really matter. And so for me, like writing, advocating, my podcast, using my platform in ways, especially during Women's History Month, to lift up and celebrate women is what feels kind of right and good for me. But I don't know if that's always gonna be the answer. But right now I feel well represented and well purposed in other ways. Well, I don't know anyone who has as much grace as you do. I mean, you have really just lived a life and been a very admirable person the whole time. And I really respect that. Well. I try. I don't always get it right, um, but I always try. Persist. Persist. And you can hear more from Chelsea on her amazing podcast called In Fact with Chelsea Clinton, and you can pick up the latest in her glorious series, She Persisted in Science, which is in stores now, and it's phenomenal, such as you. Thank you. Thank you, Chelsea. We'll be right back. Thank, Thank you, everybody. So CarMax is putting peace of mind back in car shopping by putting you in the driver's seat to find a ride that's right for you. Because at CarMax, we believe you shouldn't just settle for a car. You should love your car. That's why every car we sell is CarMax certified quality so you can be sure with upfront pricing that's the same for every customer. So don't settle. Find love at first drive and start shopping now at CarMax.com. CarMax, the way car buying should be. And we've been sharing some of our favorite recipes, but this one is a real different one. It's a game changer. You've seen a red sauce, a cheese sauce, a bolognese. <laughs> oh, all Italians just went, oh. Um, but what about a sauce made of chocolate? <laughs> yeah, it's a dessert pasta. And here to give us all the sweet details is our dear friend, Eitan Berna. Hello. Thank you for having me. Oh, Eitan. You got for us today, Eitan. Yes, yeah, so today we're gonna to be making dessert pasta. Now, dessert pasta actually dates all the way back to Italy during the Renaissance. Pasta was a luxury, and so they paired it with other luxury goods like sugar and cinnamon. Dessert pasta was born. So, how do we make it? So, you're just gonna grab yourselves some little wonton wrappers. 
Here, you can grab one from right Thank here. You, we have wonton wrappers, and we're just going to take our little. Oh, see, egg I'm wash. already doing it wrong. Oh, we're like, oh, your egg wash is right oh, there. Oh, I found right. it. Oh, I have a whole set over yes. here, Aton. So take your egg wash, and you're basically just going to brush lightly the outside of the wonton wrapper. Then just spoon in about a teaspoon worth of chocolate hazelnut spread. And that on is the that inside. on the egg wash side? Yeah, or? you can just put it right in there. Yes. I'll then, smell this, baby. Yes. Then take your fingers and just seal it up. Just like that, give it a little pinch, pinch, pinch. And then, as you can see in front of us, we already have oh, the made. Oh, I'm oozing out the sides. Oh man, oh God, oh. <laughs> that looks like you may have put a tablespoon. What was I supposed to put? Teaspoon. Uh, we have these ones that are pre formed I don't know if that's safe to fry, not gonna lie. <laughs> gonna, to be totally honest. I kinda wanna test it. Yeah, so we have oil now preheated to about 350 degrees Fahrenheit. So mm -hmm. add this into the oil, and those are just going to sizzle up and crisp up, get golden brown on the outside. Now the chocolate hazelnut spread on the inside is just gonna kinda melt and get like gooey and melty, and it just results in a delicious little fried treat. It's kind of like a little donut meets a dumpling, meets pasta, meets chocolate. Mine's looking good. It's it's getting really nice and crispy, slightly golden. Yeah, those are ready. It, oh, they are? Yeah, those are ready to go. Well, good. Look, watch, I'll just do this and voila. Dun da da da! There you go. Oh, these are just demi loons of perfection, Aton. Ready okay, for it? We're yeah. gonna make it rain with powdered sugar. Make it rain. Maybe get all of it all over. Make it rain. I made it rain! Yes, and now, shall we give it a try? Cheers, well, cheers, love cheers. you. Ooh, wow, well, hot. Mm. Oh my God. What? It's so good. Mm. Mm -mm. This is good. Yeah. Beton, I love this recipe. Thank you for always bringing such inventive, amazing things. If you're not already following Aton, which I'm sure you are, please check out his Instagram and TikTok. I learned more, I'm always bugging you. Like, I learned so <laughs> much through your content. You are so amazing, you have a brand new book. I'm so happy for you. It is just a joy to ride alongside with yes, you Yes, thank kitchen. you, and thank you again for blurbing the book. It comes out May 3rd. All right, Aton, I love you. Thank you. This is so beautiful. Go to the DrewBermershow.com to get the full recipe and make it for yourself, and we'll be right back. Yes. Welcome back. Before we say goodbye, we love to play a quick round of Druth or Dare. Hi, Stacey. Hi. How are you? I'm great. How are you guys? Good. I love your beautiful, bright colored oh, top. Thank All right, you. so we're down. What is it going to be? A Druth or a Dare? I have a Druth. Okay. Have you ever snuck out of a date before it was over? <laughs> I wish I knew that I could. Oh, yeah, right? <laughs> I am that person also who like goes to a long winded meal. Yeah, at 47, I'm finally learning, don't do a meal on a date. Is this something everybody knows? Oh, yeah. So, no, I, 
I would like hot tips. In fact, write into the DrewBarrymoreShow.com and let us know a good way to get out of a bad date. Yeah. <laughs> I have never, ever snuck out of a date. No, no, no. I mean, I wanted to leave. I just was grateful to be there because it was dinner. You understand what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> It was good. <laughs> what about you, Stacey? Have you ever snuck out of a date? Uh, well, I have never actually done it, but there was a time that I wish I did. Yeah, yeah. yeah. we've all been there. Yeah. You know what you gotta do the move is give like your best friend, you say, hey, call me 15 minutes. Everybody knows that. <laughs> Everybody knows that the phone call is a ruse. I know, you should By see the me way, fake it. I can yeah, do it. All right, it. do it right, right now. Oh, oh, Drew, I'm so, oh no, I'm sorry. My, um, Cat is hungry. I yeah. have to go. Forget <laughs> it. Well, thank you, Stacy. Thank you. Um, and thank you, everybody, so much for coming here today and choosing to spend your time with us because we make this show for you. So please take it with you out into the world. Be safe out there. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. This is Sarah. And this is Beth. And we are Pantsuit Politics. A podcast where we take a different approach to the news. We talk about news, we talk about politics, but we also talk about parenting and travel and pop culture and how all of that affects how we understand the world. We're really different people. Sometimes you'll hear us agree and sometimes not. We think that's where the fun is. We laugh and learn together and with all of you twice a week, every week. Pantsuit Politics is about engaging with each other and the news without the anxiety and the frustration. We hope you'll join our conversation every Tuesday and Friday because politics doesn't have to be exhausting. Our listeners tell us it's like time spent with your good friends who did their homework.